Hello, welcome to Nerd Variety. I am Hunter, joined today with, by uh, Hannah Hogan. Hello. And Josh Davies. Hey. Yeah. Wow, Josh sounds so, excited. So uh, there are a lot of different <laughs> forms of media these days that we consume on a regular basis, at least nom, that I nom, do. Nom, 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 nom. Yes. And uh, a lot of these, you know, you get a lot of adaptations. You get a lot of uh, books that change to movies. You get a, uh, that are adapted to movies. You get a lot of movies that are adapted to books, games to movies, books to games, all that, all sorts of things, and TV shows uh, as well. So those are, uh, those are some things that we're going to be discussing today. Uh, what do we think of them? What are some of the best? And what are some examples of things? Uh, going to try to focus on some things that are maybe a little lesser known to wider audiences, but uh, we'll yeah. hit some of your favorites probably. We'll try to educate you as best we can. Yeah. So uh, first of all, we'll start with some of the more common ones. Uh, books to movies. Now this, there, there was even a class I, I almost took in college, didn't actually take it, so it's uh, useless to come up. But uh, to me, that just kind of says right there just how popular it is that it's a uh, whole thing they're uh, teaching in film school you know uh, adapting books to film and all that so uh, why why do you guys think it is such a common form uh, of adaptation mm. it's very easy is it because usually you have a, a book and a book's sub subsequent you know, follow-ups and it makes it, the narrative is if it's, the book is written well. It's a very straightforward story. Um, the only thing they really have to worry about is do they need to change things versus uh, support the rating of the what kind of rating they want? Um, can they cast people that look alike? Do they have to uh, swap anything? You know, like gender or race wise, or you know, maybe 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 tone out some elements that don't fit with the with the time frame that the movie's being shown in. But other than that, it's, it's usually pretty easy. I feel like one of the biggest things that, that goes into creating a story um, of, of any kind, but specifically if you're going to go somewhere along the sci-fi fantasy route, is world building. Right, creating like what what is going on here? Like, do the people have magic? Do they use science? Do they like what's their government like? What's their religion like? And that stuff tends to be in good books flushed out a good bit. Yeah. Um, and so that gives you a really good foundation to create sort of this visual world um, based on like all this work that's kind of already been done before you, right? So not only do you have the plot and, and the script and the characters, but you've got like all of this background that you can use for set design and costume design that you don't really have to think about as much because it's all kind of laid out for, as a framework for you. Yeah. Yeah, they usually, they've, you'll have like a narration for some of the movie of like, this has been going on for so many years and people, the people, we, we live like this for, for mm -hmm. all of our lives. And, and I'm, or, or I'm a, a man living in this time frame, and they'll feel like they'll just kind of narrate some of the, 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 you know, stuff that you usually just read that you would read through while kind of actually showing like dialogue and scenes for the big events of the movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Versus trying to go the other direction, turning a movie into a book. There's a lot of stuff that's sort of implied, but not explicitly stated that you then have to sort of extrapolate from the movie in order to turn it into text. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, you know, I, I do think there is also 
there there's a problem sometimes and well, actually probably quite often uh where you do lose some important things when going from like a book to a movie because mm-hmm. you obviously a movie has to be much more condensed even like with the eight films that uh they adapted harry potter to uh mm-hmm. yeah to from the books um there's a lot of character arcs missing in there there's uh, and a just lot of, characters yeah just characters. yeah and they just they changed some things like completely um so you know things just obviously always kind of have to get cut but i think it is good to have that uh have that extra stuff that extra description in books mm-hmm. and i think that's something that just should make it easier to adapt yeah and i think that people i think that filmmakers are finally realizing and i i just specifically remember this noticing this as a a younger woman as the hunger games movies were coming out that like as they went through them they got closer and closer to the books and people kind of enjoyed them more and more Mm -hmm. right so i think filmmakers are trying finally figuring out that like if they stick to the books even if they have to break a book into two movies or three movies like they did in the hobbit uh, stay i mean that wasn't necessarily super accurate but <laughs> but even if they have to make multiple movies staying closer to the script and giving us like those complicated story arcs and character arcs is something that i feel like people are are beginning to appreciate yeah because you they you can see how people can run out of steam when making a trilogy of movies based off original content when you have a book you don't lose that steam unless the Mm-hmm. the writer may have lost school steam when writing it but they finished Game it and if it's good enough <laughs> and if it's good enough to make mm-hmm. us a movie then they're like okay we, this this works out this works yeah out. and and we live in a culture right now of just like super fans and so if you have to create two or three movies out of your one book in order to like appease all of the plot stuff going on like people are still going to come pay to see your movie like you're not going to lose money on that because you're going to people are going to see all of them <laughs> yeah well, uh, so what are what are some of your favorites, or what do you think are some of the best adaptations in this, you know, from books to movies? I mean, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Now, I haven't actually read the books, but I'm working on that. So and you really can't say. So, <laughs> I just know they're great that's, movies. But, right? and that, some... but that's not a, what makes it a good adaptation. That's what Is makes it, it a good movie. No, because a good adaptation is within the context of adapting mm. from book uh, novel to. I don't know. That sounds film. like it might be a debate for another day. No, I, that's just how the question was phrased. I am also uh, guilty of not reading through the entire trilogy. Uh, I have, I did read uh, Fellowship. I did read The Hobbit, so I can say that those two were amazing, almost perfect adaptations. I would say for if they for the hobbits um that was which is i think is the best one in the trilogy um the the for the first well sorry the first one that was, was like, yeah, I was, <laughs> that was more that was more akin to like okay this is pretty spot on to, to what i was reading while i was reading the book yeah. Yeah. i've heard um i wish i could say from from reading the books but i've heard that interview with a vampire and after watching it and um the girl with all the gifts have y'all heard of that one Mm-mm. i have not two of those two girl of... with the dragon tattoo uh that one's also i hear is also a really good adaptation uh yeah. but those two that i've i've actually i've actually watched uh i heard they are 
really spot on adaptations to uh, their books. The girl with all the yeah. gifts is a girl about is a zombie girl who lives mm-hmm. in a dystopian society that's been overrun by zombies and all that stuff. Well, one that I have read was read and seen the movie was Ready Player One, and that was a very good adaptation. I would say. I just borrowed the audio book, but I haven't the, seen the movie yet. So. Yeah, I enjoyed the movie. Yeah. I haven't read the book, but um, one that I I do remember. I unfortunately never got around to reading all of them because there were a lot. I did read many of them and the series. Uh, a series of unfortunate events, actually, and you know, my did, turn to scoff and be like, "You haven't read make, all of them." There were like twelve or thirteen. Or, thirteen, and they're all fantastic. They are. I will agree. But uh, I was a kid, and I was not able to focus on a book for more than. Well, they went and hunted mushrooms for like so two chapters, and they, they were, their like, books were very good. <laughs> in Lord the of the books Rings, were great, so. and I remember as a kid enjoying the uh, the film adaptation just because I was a I was a big Jim Carrey fan time you know you clearly did not uh, read the books then everyone was a jim carrey fan yeah <laughs> shut up um no they did a decent job adapting the film even but you know that was where they had to yes they did shut up uh it they was... had to cram three books into one movie so it was they didn't have to which <laughs> was not i am good talking idea. here <laughs> it was terrible uh, but when they did you know eventually come back in the past few years uh just recently you know they uh they did the netflix series which was much better because they gave it a lot more time to adapt uh, a lot more stuff, a lot more content to the the, the screen, and the it just you know really happened. Hannah, I said. Hey, you're allowed to a, hate Rogue One. I said when I was a kid, I enjoyed <laughs> it. I didn't say it was a good movie. <laughs> I okay. Uh, I have mixed feelings about um, the Chronicles of Narnia series. Because I have read all those books, and the first movie was really good, but they like we've really discussed this many times after. before. We're gonna move I'm on. I'm really from upset. That. Okay, I can I can also but agree with you that the first about... one, Lion, Witch, and Wardrobe, was is like the best adaptation of the book. Yeah. Uh, uh, but but there have been some as as the other ones kind of got on, they kind of got worse and worse. One yeah. that I one book that I read through, and I was like, it was I was really attached to, and then watched the movie. I was kind of like the movie was good, but I was disappointed at that they didn't keep up the the original plot of the plot of the book, uh, World War Z. Uh, yeah. In the book, it's more of like the guys interviewing people's stories of the zombies, and you think it's going to be you know, oh, they're going to go back, to, they're going to you know, he's going to talk about his side for a little bit and show the whole thing, but no, they just they just did an original story and they changed the zombies oh, and made their own story, which wasn't that bad. But I mean that can work. Uh it, it can work, I think. But yeah. I feel like everyone would have would have gotten a more deserving like you could have stretched that book into three movies and told and broken yeah. up the story that way. And it still would have been very, you know, compelling and you would have made a lot of, made a lot of money. Yeah. Or they would have had a lot of more a lot more fans uh Follow, keep following them yeah so what do you guys uh how do you guys feel about uh movie a- uh, adaptations of movies to books uh where uh, most of the time you would just call that a novelization um, where okay um yeah so a lot of times that's just kind of a novelization you know it's not necessarily an adaptation but um you know they they do that is pretty common i know I i've feel, seen it quite a bit but have um, you, i feel like most of what i see is a book that was turned into a movie and then they like reprint the book with stills from the movie yeah i feel like they, i've seen that a that lot quite but it's like the same book there's they do a lot of novelizations as well though hmm. 
I don't do a lot of that kind of reading though, so I can't name many off the top of my head. I know that's a flimsy little, <laughs> that makes my story pretty flimsy, but yeah, let's Google it. Happened. Uh, and well, also what I had written down here was uh, what is the difference between an adaptation of a movie to a book and a novelization? Is there a difference or is that just what they're called? Um, I guess uh, in most, yeah, like what Hannah said, in most cases, it's usually just a re they reprint the book. And, oh, here's the book you can read. It's, and it's got the movie stuff. So you can actually kind of see, you kind of have a, a picture of all the characters that you saw in the movie in your head as you're reading this. But most are, I guess you could, I guess if they do make a book uh, adaptation of a movie, it's usually a continuation um, or maybe a side story or something like that. Yeah. It's apparently happens a lot. There's apparently a total recall book, but like the movie was the original thing. Mm -hmm. I can see that. Yeah. So yeah. I have not read it, but the internet says it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, um, so that's a thing that happens. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. It gives them time to say, "Hey, let's now we can now we have a book. We have a book plan. We can slow down and yeah. world build. It, like, it is you know, a good if, we have, if we didn't have chan a chance to in the movie and actually show some deeper, you know, aspects to the story. Yeah, and it, it's nice because uh, if you are more of a fan of uh, getting more in depth with characters, especially if it's a story you really love then uh, with a book, obviously, you know, moving to that, uh, you can kind of get more thought processes of, uh, processes, I guess, uh, I, of uh, what the characters are thinking. This is technically TV to a book, and I don't know if you'd really call it a adaptation, but I do know there's like an Avatar The Last Airbender comic book. Like there's several, yeah. actually. There's actually, that's another thing as well. So like uh, Star Wars also did that. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you're familiar. Um, there's a lot of like Darth Vader comic books and uh, plenty of other ones in the Star Wars universe. It's yeah. actually, it's published by um, uh, Marvel. So Yeah, and it's not, I don't know if I'd really consider it an adaptation because it's not like the same stories, but it is sort of just like a continuation of, of the universe. Yeah. So or, you yeah. or you could say, Hunter, that there's, there are, I believe there were um, book adaptations or book continuations of the sequel trilogy. Instead of like you have the comics, of course, but you also have yeah. book continuations. Yeah, yeah, you have that as well. And again, yeah, uh, you know, that's a good point. Speaking canon. of like Star Wars, yeah, there was things that we talked about with uh, when we did our Star Wars episode. You know, the like the Thrawn trilogy, uh, a lot of the stuff following Episode Six as well. Um, just a lot of that. So yeah, I, I think usually things like that uh, work best. But again, I don't know if that would necessarily be considered an adaptation. We can talk about that uh, maybe a little later on, but um, yeah, so that's dealing with movies and books. Uh, but now what about games to movies? Uh, they haven't had a great track record so far. They haven't. Personally, as a fan of uh, many games that have been adapted to movies, uh, a fan I, of the games or a fan of the movies? Games. Okay. Uh, games. I have found stuff that I enjoyed about those movies, um, but that's probably more of a place of I enjoyed the hell out of these games, so I am going to enjoy something in this movie. Just, yeah, seeing yeah. seeing familiar characters or familiar backdrops or, or yeah. anything. You're just like, 
more of this thing I love. Yay. It's yeah. not as good as most of it, but I'll take anything I can get. Yeah. And you know, like that, you know, that's a question I had too. Like, why are these so difficult? Like, cause you know, you said they're, they don't have a great track record. Why, why do you guys think that is? Question. Are we including, uh, we knew it was going to come eventually. Are we including the Witcher TV show? Cause technically the books were the original yeah. thing. Uh, yeah. So that was also another thing I, I didn't know when to bring up. Now because I guess is as good a time as any. As far as I can tell, and- yeah. As well, far that's... as I can tell, people loved The Witcher show. Yes, yes. Yeah, the show it, is awesome. the show is good. Like, uh, but that the... is less. That is much more. I guess we should have talked about this already. <laughs> but that's that's definitely more of a uh, an adaptation of a book to a TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the the TV show, I don't know mm-hmm. if you're familiar is it takes the stories from the first two uh, books, which are collections of I don't know that because I haven't read the books because someone didn't bring them last time they came to my house, Hunter. Okay. I told you my dad packed them away and <laughs> hasn't unpacked them yet. <laughs> well, luckily, he just moved, so, uh, I recently renewed my library back. card and they have them at the library, so I just oh. have to wait for people to be done with them. I mean, you know, I was just saying Good my job, dad's Hannah. done moving now, so I can bring it to you next time I see you. Yeah, yeah, kid, um, yeah, kids and adults go to the library. They have go to the library. Free, they have free stuff. You can catch up on all your favorite books that you. Haven't I'm going to listen to the uh, Fellowship of the Ring because I honestly just couldn't get through it by reading it. Yeah, they have audio books too at the library. Yeah, the uh, the the go to books, the library. The first two books uh, are really the inspiration, almost directly or pretty much directly for the mm-hmm. the Witcher TV show. It's a right. little different, just uh, in how you know, like the chronology of all of it, uh, mm-hmm. they kind of jumble it a lot up. Um, yeah. I mean, and it, it makes it confusing, but I still think it's good. Uh, I, th- I do think it's interesting, be, though, because I feel like probably most people are more familiar with the games than the books. Yeah. So mm-hmm. as, a, yeah. as a show that's mostly been perceived as an adaptation of a game, it's been wildly successful. Yeah, I have Compared to most others. I've heard it be... I've heard it more as uh, people seem to understand as uh, an adaptation of the books, but I don't know if it that's is, yeah. just where I'm looking. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah, all I mean, based you know, off like what the, the games also aren't really an adaptation. I, again, I guess that comes back to the point I had before, the question I was uh, just pondering my, myself. Because um, the games take place after all of the books so it's more of a continuation on that story so is that still something that's an adaptation or is a continuation just i don't know but it's all great yeah Yeah. but video Uh, games have gotten better as time has gone on video games have a lot of high fantasy a lot of crazy made up made up looking characters and it was it's been really hard to translate that with the technology we've had to now um putting those on screen um yeah let's look at you have the original mortal Kombat movie how i love it it's it's yeah it's 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 great now but back then i'm sure people kind of that people kind of enjoy it but also like i why why is it it shouldn't it shouldn't look like a ps2 game right i think it i think it was really that middle time i think it was that middle time like when it was new i think it was probably awesome and wonderful uh because it was to me, I remember it being about the same kind of quality as Power Rangers. Yeah. You know, true, it's really true. over the top, really campy, really cheesy. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, a little bit later, it was like, it, it was really starting to show just how bad it was. And now, especially now, we're back at the, 
it's a nostalgia thing and it's, we it's, love it just great. because it's it great. was fun yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but uh, i feel like unlike, the technology sorry i was gonna say unlike that one another older one that was made super super mario brothers yeah um, <laughs> yeah that was a movie which was that was uh, a movie yeah yeah, yeah. but how, you know how, uh, <laughs> in terms of the mortal Kombat stuff we also did get uh, a bunch of like uh youtube like short things mm-hmm. uh, i i don't even know what they want to call it if it was a web series <laughs> or something mini but, uh, series yeah, yeah, yeah it was like mortal Kombat legacy i think it was mm-hmm. short um, films yeah it was good and i think they're coming back and actually doing a new live action movie on that so i'm i'm excited especially just seeing the direction that they've been going with the storytelling in games to see yeah. what they're gonna do but, yeah i think it's interesting because i feel like the technology for movies and games is kind of like like coinciding yeah. right like i feel like our our games are starting to look more and more like movies and our movies are starting to have the cgi and graphics that we've been putting into our games like we yeah. i feel like they're coming together and i can't i think about when i first saw footage of the uncharted 4 game and was just like blown oh, yeah. away by like this looks like a movie yeah. right and so it gives me a lot of hope that the uncharted movie will be like pretty good because like you they're becoming i feel like more compatible well and honestly that point uh especially with the uncharted thing uh that's something that i'm thinking is maybe a a problem maybe something that makes it difficult when uh talking about adaptations uh, from games to movies because especially with the advances that games are are making in storytelling it almost feels unnecessary or redundant to make it a movie you know especially when you know i don't i don't know how many hours do you think it takes to play uncharted 4 um it depends on how fast you play through honestly let's google it uh, maybe about 20 30 yeah. uh do, do, do. probably about 20 yeah this is saying 18 yeah. um i played through so it it's like twice, you could make an 18 hour game but like trying to condense that same story into a two even a three hour movie yeah like I mean, you are you gonna make several out, movies and just make it the game but you can't decide what happens but i mean you know a big thing about uh obviously one major part that takes up the chunk of a game's runtime is that you have uh so much of that that you just spend killing waves of enemies yeah uh, apparently, the, the, time. apparently so. the minimum time for uncharted 4 was an hour that does not surprise me. Um, okay. I mean, you could also just Skip all the cutscenes. You could Whatever, man. just look up on YouTube like a collection of. You could just look up like the story, like the uh, the cutscenes, basically, and yeah. that'll pretty much tell you the story length. Um, yeah. Even there, though, you know, you got. I think what makes the games enjoyable is that you're controlling it and you have a a part to play in it. Yeah. Well, and and I I think back on my experiences with um, the Telltale Batman games Mm. and about how like how much more powerful it was, the fact that I was Batman and I had to make these choices and none of the choices were good choices. Yeah. Like how much more it affected me as a consumer than just watching a Batman movie. Yeah. I was going to say like you understanding his struggles you really his experience. Should, you really ought to play like a uh, Game of Thrones one. Uh, <laughs> that one and I did a little the bit Dead, it's like, I did a little you know, bit of the Walking Dead. Like, I didn't even know they had a Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's like yeah, there there are no no good choices. Yeah. 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 It's so stressful and I was ugh. 
it's a good I time though. But we've had, had some, we've had had we've had had some good have had some good uh, video game adaptations to uh, into movies, and mm-hmm. a lot. I think a lot. One thing that they've that's helped is that these are like older, somewhat older properties, or they've been they haven't been. It's, it's been a while before they've been revisited. That they come out as games. Uh, Detective Pikachu, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. I heard were good. Yeah. Well, and I think um, it might be that are they're also not trying to follow the story of the games. Yeah. And I was actually yeah, going to yeah. make a quick point on uh, what I think Sonic the Hedgehog did really well. Uh, something that I've been talking about. I think they, I think they played it safe with the story, uh, mm-hmm. but did did justice to the the characters, the two characters that are actually from the games. Uh, that being Sonic and Dr. Robotnik. Um, right. I think Jim Carrey is great here. This is like 90s Jim Carrey. Um, I love it. And, <laughs> That's what I want to see. Yeah, and again, like in terms of the story, it wasn't anything particularly groundbreaking. It was pretty obvious, you know, like it was a nice family-friendly movie. But yeah, I feel like when you're trying to turn a video game into good. a movie, you just kind of want to not disappoint people. Yeah, right. And I um, think that's, I think a big thing is that when you're trying to make a video game into a movie, video games get so crazy that, mm-hmm. that mm. that's not necessarily that's going to be something that's immediately appealing yeah. to mass audience. So quick question. And this just occurred Resident to me. Evil. Do we think that the Witcher would, the Witcher TV show would have been as successful if it was a movie instead of a TV show? I, or do you think that games mm. translate to TV shows better than they do to movies? Uh, Looking at how that's more of a Probably. book adaptation, it works a lot better as a, you know, a, a TV series. And in I feel my, like just, anyway. I feel like in just in general, that would make sense, right? Because if you're trying to turn a game like Uncharted, which is 18 hours, into a two-hour movie versus yeah. a, I don't know, 12-hour series. Yeah, that seems is like something you can... I like a lot more about, mm-hmm. like, TV uh, mm-hmm. than movies because you do have that extra time to really flesh out yeah and so many games have like side quests so it's like oh we're just gonna go do an episode about this so then we're gonna go do an episode about this and run all these random side quests with these characters yeah i feel like there's a lot more potential there yeah but you know there are some really good ones there are some really bad ones um super mario yeah but like i enjoyed i enjoyed some like uh, warcraft i actually really enjoyed Mm -hmm. that but that's just because i I'm a big fan of that uh, that franchise. Did you see the Assassin's Creed one? I did, and actually, thanks for bringing that up because my thing about that, which I'm always defending it, because I liked that it was more of a continuation, and not mm-hmm. even so much that, but it was just like another story in this world that helped flesh it all out. It it falls into those categories of movie that category of movies that I'm like I don't think it was a good movie, but I thought it was a fun movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was fine. I don't regret um, going to see it. And I mean, I think they did a good job with uh, turning that into a movie because they they focused on the stuff that I think works best in a movie as opposed to the video game. Uh, yeah. You know, being that they focused more on the the modern day storytelling uh, and less on the gimmicky gameplay mm-hmm. stuff that you see like yeah. in the past. Yeah, yeah. I plan to watch that when I have a chance. And. Yeah, um, but, you know, something that I feel like has been around longer, uh, like, what about adaptations of movies to video games? Hmm. So, I, like, they have, a, there's a lot of, uh, most commonly, I guess it's um, 
video game tie-ins or movie tie-ins, yeah. tie-in games. Yeah. Uh, and from what I remember, at least some of these work very successfully. Like the one that I always think of because it's always brought up on so many lists is uh, the Wolverine one, uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine game. Mm. That uh, supposedly was was so much better than the movie, which is not difficult, but (laughs) yeah. I feel like it's very hit or miss because I can imagine, I can't think of any good ones off the top of my head, but I think of a lot of bad ones. And I feel like it's mostly just like, I feel like there's a lot of cheap garbage made off of like video game, turning kids' movies into video games. Yeah. Like Disney I mean, video games, be. and it's yeah. like, why yeah. is this a thing? Like Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> no, Kingdom Hearts off. is great. <laughs> but going back no. off like old, if you look back at old uh, consoles and the like, the game they turned like almost anything, any kind of series or TV show or mm-hmm. sorry, movie, TV series or movies into video games. Sometimes they yeah, worked, saw... sometimes they didn't. Sometimes they were just really basic things just put out there to to get make more make money. I saw footage of a a Shrek video game that should never have existed. There there are some (laughs) bad ones, but also like this, what I, some games that I really loved uh, growing up, I keep wanting to, I try so hard to find them somewhere else. I don't know where I can find them though. Um, I like the Harry Potter video games, which it was, I would say. Like Lego Harry Potter? No. (laughs) <laughs> they were like actual Lego, uh, not Lego. They were not Lego. They were actual Harry Potter uh, Game. video games. And hmm. they, I mean, I would say they were more based on the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but even still, it was loose because it was a platforming game. Yeah, uh, But you did have characters like Peeves. And uh, <laughs> you had like the Death Day party for what? Uh, nearly really Headless Nick. Nick. Yeah, all that stuff. So. I, I was happy with some of that, and the, again, the gameplay wasn't great. I enjoyed it as a kid because I, I liked platforming games; they were fun, and enjoyable, and all that. But uh, a, lot I of, feel like... a lot of the problems with uh, some of those movie to game adaptations or or tie-ins were that that they were kind of rushed. Um, yeah. Sometimes they adapted like they tried to stretch the story out when you really couldn't, um, yeah. and it was just kind of like. Hey, this. Hey, and buy and buy this too. And it's yeah, like, mm-hmm. it's, okay. It, uh, ew, a lot of times, no, it feels no. like a cash grab. Yeah, yeah I feel like, like it's yeah. a medium that that can go really, really well. And honestly, I bring up the Lego games because I feel like they're pretty good games. Yeah. Like they're fun and mm-hmm. and they're like they tell a good story a lot of the time. And you and, could say that's a game to movie adaptation too. <laughs> you could, mm-hmm. but I feel like yeah, a lot of the time, especially with platformers, it's like let's just make a basic platformer and then like reskin it. And like change some yeah. of the dialogue, and yeah. hey, it's we turn Harry Potter into Shrek. Like I don't know, it's the same Whoa. exact game, but little, I'm just saying little. you could take like the Harry Potter game and just like change it up a little bit visually, and all of a sudden it's something completely different. That's some yeah. crazy magic just, like, you got there. So do these still exist? Like are these still things that we see a lot? Like uh, movies being adapted to video games, or the video game tie-in movies? Or what I mean, games. You you, I mean you mentioned. I, the Game of Thrones game, which yeah, technically a book to a game. I mean, yeah. a key uh, one example uh, that I recall because as the Marvel movies were go- were coming out, like Phase One movies were coming out, they had a move a video yeah. game tie video game tie like Iron Man, Iron Man, Hulk, 
uh, Iron Man 2, Thor, even Captain America, all those had gangs to go with them. After Avengers, they're like, uh, they, they, let's, let's, we're not, we, don't, we don't do that anymore. Yeah, yeah that's, 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 done. that's done. So like, do we think those are kind of dying out now? I would say they're dying out. I haven't seen a whole lot of good examples myself. I don't know, because I feel like anytime you see like a superhero, like anything DC or Marvel, that would be a book or a comic book to a game. Yeah, yeah. but we're talking about like movies no, to game. And again, that's the mo- I'd say that's not game. really an adaptation. To- again, like the Captain America one, the mm-hmm. Iron Man one, Thor, all of those, those were specifically movie uh Time. Like the plots of the movies. Yeah, they usually yeah. had the. And they were, uh, like, they, they yeah. looked like the, the vo- actors too. Yeah, the main actor mm. could voice it, or they could have like a sound alike. Gotcha. You know. Yeah. Hmm. And um. Yeah, I don't know. Not very knowledgeable, I guess. Yeah, so usually not better than the movie, but sometimes. So that's yeah. a very mixed medium, I yeah. think. Where you could find take one that's from an older movie that tends to work a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, what about like uh, books? To games now we hit on this a few times before already with uh, like the witcher mm-hmm. uh, those are yes. more continuations but um well what are some other things I, I actually pulled up a list here i think but uh do you guys know any off the top of your head i mean if there's harry potter games that's technically what that is yeah uh well there's also like the uh like middle earth games um mm. specifically i remember a little more recently there was like a shadow of war uh, mm-hmm. which actually was this evening mm. before that shadow of Mordor. Right. uh those are really good games the second yeah. one got a bit annoying with i i feel like again i feel like when for some reason when people are making games whether it's based on a movie or a book i feel like if it's based on something it still has like the same potential as most games to be a really good game but i feel like like they they also have a lot of potential to be really bad. Like, regardless of whether it's from a movie or a book, if you're just trying to do it to, like, create more stuff for the people yeah. to consume, mm-hmm. then I feel like it has a tendency to go pretty poorly. Yeah, yeah. but I think there is also plenty of examples of uh, just trying to get a, a player invested in, or that that enjoys that character, that series, uh, trying to get them to be a part of it and give them an opportunity to kind of engage and immerse themselves uh, yeah. in that world. Like, uh, I remember there's the uh, the Sherlock Holmes games. I haven't played a lot of them, uh, but I've played, like, uh, Crimes and Punishment. Uh, and then there's, uh, like, The Devil's Daughter or something like that. Uh, mm. These these are pretty fun games, and obviously those are based more on the books, you know, because there's a lot more content in the books than uh, we've seen, like, in Sherlock, the, the show, and uh, the Sherlock Holmes movies and everything. But... Um, yeah, so those are really good, and I think it's it works well because they make it more like a mis- um, a mystery, and you like kind of have to solve the mysteries, but you mm-hmm. also you're playing as Sherlock Holmes, so you have like mm-hmm. different uh, abilities. I just think they're done they're done really well. Yeah, what yeah. was the original format for The Walking Dead? Uh, that was comic. a comic book. It was yeah. a comic book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, because there's there's some really good Walking Dead games out there. Yeah, the the Telltale ones especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, beyond that, I'm not really sure. I know there have been a couple that have kind of flopped. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess you like could say that the... Uh, I, well, never mind. I was going to say that the, we were talking about the Telltale Game of Thrones. That's kind of a book to a game, game based off the 
book, even though it's more akin to the TV series. Basically, we just yeah. like Telltale games here yeah. at Nerd Variety. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I need to get it. I'm trying to get into them, but I just don't like the decisions that, we ha- that I have to make. Well, but that's part of what makes it amazing exactly. is because it's so real. But you don't uh, hear, you don't hear in your, you don't see on screen or hear, you know, oh, you made this decision. That person will, rem- will remember you did that. <laughs> Like, yeah. I thought I made the right decision. <laughs> That's not fair. Like, do but, they have more respect for so me or are, do they hate me? Why it? are you picking know. on me? There's also like um, maybe a couple others that are I'm lesser not a bad known. Person. Uh, there's definitely some HP Lovecraft uh, mm. games, uh, inspired games. Uh, some more recent that I remember uh, seeing, haven't gotten around to playing yet, though, are like uh, Moons of Madness. I'm actually not even sure if that's quite out yet. Um, it may have just released or maybe coming up soon. There's also a Call of Cthulhu, mm. which looks to be interesting. And um, Bloodborne is, it's very heavily inspired by that. But, uh, and I think that's a fantastic game. And then there's like an Alice in Wonderland, a few of those. Uh, I remember one that I have been looking at for a while. That was actually on the Xbox 360. I, I never got around to to being able to play it yet um but it looks really interesting it's called like madness returns it's hmm. a, i guess it's a sequel to like a 2000 game or something uh, it looks very interesting so i would be excited to play that if i could <laughs> yeah yeah uh um, yeah. yeah i think i guess it's it can be a little difficult to make a um i guess to twist a book into a, a game i guess that's something a lot of people don't feel like trying when it's easier it could be easier to do make a book into a movie and get more fans and people to people into it um but now you know with technology way games have for us in, as far as technology wise you could translate a lot from a book and get that full experience from reading a book into playing a game because you're actually playing as a character like you said hannah actually making their those decision or or you know, reenacting what they did. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, now well, let's talk about the opposite. Instead of books to games, what about games to books? Uh, does that really happen a lot? Or the is it only like thing I can think of off the top of my head is the like Five Nights at Freddy's stuff, but it's all made by the same guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he made his games and now he's also making books. Yeah. Um, that's the only thing I can think of immediately. Yeah, I know, Josh, you're probably, uh, I, I feel like you've mentioned before, you're pretty familiar with some of the Halo stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, after, with uh, the books coming out, with the movie, with the games, sorry, <laughs> with the games coming out and kind of a a kind of a, a big gap between each each one, they brought in books to kind of show what happened between it. Between it. Um, a lot of books, uh, there are a few took place between Halo 1, Halo 2, uh, some books that kind of ha- happened alongside uh, more of like a novelization of the game. And of course they had some more of like, Oh, let's talk about the first, the, like the, the very beginning of the covenant war and some of these minor characters you, that you see in games, but you want to know their full backstory. Uh, and then especially I've been reading right now are some of the Halo forerunner uh, novels. It's a trilogy um, talking about, uh, what the the didact the villain from Halo Four and his origins kind of filling in some of the gaps that, that you didn't hear that you weren't really sure of because there's a lot of weird language weird ancient stuff going on but they're pretty interesting it's, it's pretty interesting to see 
read that out or read out that that mystery time time frame of before the the um activation of the halos yeah well it seems like a good medium to do that and if you're creating a bunch of different games in the same universe but they're not necessarily all like immediately back to back to back creating some sort of written i think honestly would be it's like just a novel yeah because yeah. i think it'd be cool if you did like like a comic book i think that would also oh, be an they, interesting way to do I think it they've done that mm-hmm. too with halo uh, i know yeah. they've done that with other games as well though yeah but there's so much like, you know, sort story you can tell yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I feel I, like it's I, a good way to fill in the gaps. I know for sure they've done that uh, quite a bit with Assassin's Creed. Um, mm-hmm. uh, speaking of you know, the movie as well, they did. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, they have a lot of comics with that. And that's one franchise uh, in particular that I'm actually kind of disappointed with because there was like a major plot thread that was started in like uh, the second game or something. Yeah. And they ended up wrapping it up in a comic book. So that's that was irritating. Uh, because yeah. then you go from one game to the next and you're like, wait, what happened? This was a major yeah. thing. Yeah. Like Halo 4 to Halo 5, I mean, there was a Not lot that that, that, that they could have explained because there was so much, there was like a big jump between like, oh, it's Master Chief and all of us, his, his crew were back together. And, you know, you, of course you had, you had to read the comics, um, which, you know, some, some, which the book, the, the movie the game still didn't quite you know say like oh yeah this is it didn't pick up right from when the comic ended yeah i think an interesting thing that happens in terms of um books based on games or i guess it's i guess it's less of an adaptation and more of like i feel like there's um i guess what, what you could almost call like instruction manuals not instruction manuals but like game i mean i guess aids so i think of like um i know minecraft has several where it's like it's like a Minecraft strategy guide, but it's kind of like a novel. Like I went into Minecraft and I had to build a base and this is how I did it. And, and so it's, I feel like there's this interesting, uh, I kind of like instruction manual type thing that I feel like people are doing with, with books these days where it's like, here's the game and here's like, kind of like the, um, uh, the, if you've actually read the fantastic beasts, so where to find them book, it's like a book that was a book in the Harry Potter universe. And I feel like people are kind of doing the same thing with books and games. Yeah. And well, you know, like I, what I think is uh, like the best probably way to implement these is uh, I know I go on about this a lot. I try not to, but uh, with Warcraft, uh, World of Warcraft in particular, they do a lot of uh, really fleshing out the world and the history of it. Um, in the but com- they do. In the- in in the, the, uh, with books. the books yeah with the books uh i think they do a good job especially with uh expansions and stuff coming out uh every like two or three years now there's always like those books that i'm looking forward to that kind of fill in some gaps between the uh the expansions but also if you read them you you'd probably know that uh they're not really necessary but they do add that extra immersion really kind of help setups and stuff if you're interested like I am. Uh, but, you know, on that note as well, uh, I, you know, I can speak, I can think of uh, like a, a few companies that, you know, game companies that publish a lot of books like that, you know, like Bioware is another one. But mm-hmm. uh, because it does often have that kind of motive and ideas behind it, you know, where it's, it can help flesh out the world, but not, it's not necessary. 
always. Uh, do you think, yeah, do you think these books actually have appeal to mass audiences? Like, do you think <laughs> they just appeal to uh, gamers that are also readers or yeah. do they appeal to just like book lovers even if they're not into the or game just hardcore well. fans yeah hardcore fans that <laughs> want some closure or they love that sense of continuity like myself i i love like continuity uh, between you know you know a series and if i can find like what happened between this this doesn't make any sense or really you're just gonna explain it just like that i, I need a little more to to complete the timeline in my head. Yeah, it yeah. just makes me think about um, uh, Matthew from, from our guest from a couple of weeks ago, who's like read all these Star Wars books, yeah. and I'm like, turns out I'm a pretty casual fan, and I didn't even realize it. Yeah, because um, there's a ton more out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure you have more to fill in if we ever do a Star Trek Trek episode. Oh yeah, I'm sure <laughs> you do. Uh, but anyways, so yeah, those are a lot. Uh, just kind of barely scratching the surface of uh, a lot of these adaptations and everything. Uh, is there uh, one of these that you think has the best like change over? Uh, like the best adaptation success I, rate, I guess? Are you talking, are we still talking about games to books? Just any adaptation. All, like, uh, do, you think, do you think there's a form of adaptation that has the best success rate? I think books to movies is the obvious one. Yeah. Could we could we rank them perhaps? Oh gosh, I don't know if we have time <laughs> for all we that. Wanna, if we want to rank it, let's do a smaller video for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. I do have a question though. I want to know if you guys could take something and put it into another format. What would you do? I think it'd be really cool to like, like to take a game or a movie and to make a movie or a game out of it or whatever. Right? I think it'd be really interesting. I think that The Legend of Zelda has a lot of potential as a TV show. Don't think it would make a good yeah, movie. I no, think it I could mean, make a cool TV show. It just hurts mm. me thinking about it because I remember like in 2011, they did an April Fool's prank on that. And it was, <laughs> it looked so good. Oh no. And then they're like, yeah, it is an April Fool's prank. I'm like, yeah. Let me reiterate I don't think it would make a good movie. I think it would make a really cool TV show. Uh, it was a TV show, actually. Yeah. And it was a bad TV show. <laughs> Uh, same with Sonic the Hedgehog. Although I don't yeah, remember how bad true. that was, but uh, there and same with terrible. Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what what adaptations would you guys make? Oh man, I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot. Here, so but. personally, uh, I don't. I mean, maybe Destiny, but I, mm. I'm that's well, only I, what's coming to my head right now. You would take it from what to what? A video game to a movie okay. or a TV show? Probably a TV show, honestly. A TV show would be a lot a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, actually just a little, I'm going to try to make this quick, a little note. Uh, I saw something on Facebook about like, uh, the last show you watched is now merged with the last game you played and what would it be? And, uh, for me, that was destiny Two merged with Brooklyn nine, nine. And I'm like, <laughs> I would watch the crap out of that show. I will ask what the last, what, uh, the last show you watched and the last game you played. Yeah. Uh, oh God. Interesting. Well, that yeah. for me will be Pokemon and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> well, that's basically Detective Pikachu, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that'd, be um, so, that'd be so weird. Yeah, but yeah, I, I'd probably say Destiny, but you know, I, I also want more Warcraft movies just because gotcha. that has such great stuff. 
I'm, I would actually, I don't know if you guys are familiar with, there's a book series. Um, I can never remember how it's pronounced with the, it's the, the one with the black cauldron. And there was a Disney movie based on it back in the day, but it was kind of terrible, but it's a really fantastic fantasy series. Um, and so I would love to like actually see that given justice. Same with Chronicles yeah. of Narnia. Yeah. Like we need to like literally like, legitimately do it, make it good. Yeah. Got it. I mean, I've got a, I'm sorry. I got a good idea, Hannah, that I think you're going to like a open world game based off Supernatural. Oh, that would be interesting. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that would translate well into a game. Yeah. Because there's so much in that universe. And it's I feel like it would like, be very modern whole, Witcher. Yeah. Their whole all Mr. True mm-hmm. thing. So they mm-hmm. can just take, you can just kind of have so many storylines that you can play as. And yeah. just, you drive around and kill monsters. I could go on a whole list. I could just keep going in this whole idea, <laughs> you know, of what I want translated into what, yeah. I could do that like all day, more than a day. It would just take forever. I would never stop. But uh, anyways, that's that's, game would be cool. that's pretty much our time. Yeah, uh, I think it'd so, be cool if the if you're listening, you could <laughs> let us know what you would like to see adapted from one version to another. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's what fan fiction is for. Uh, <laughs> so write something if you want, and uh, maybe it'll I be made into a movie or TV show. Based on Josh's face, I still think we gotta have an episode about fan fiction. I want to know all of your thoughts, Josh. Yeah. I would love that. So, it's weird, no, it's, it's, it's weird, man. Let us know what weird. you guys uh, like for adaptations, what you thought, were, what do you think are some of the best, what you think are some of the worst, and uh, what you would adapt to what. All right, so uh, what do we have next week? Hannah, is that you? Yes, that's me. Next week, we are going to be talking about time travel. What's the best way to time travel? How would you do it? Where would you go? And I think it might be interesting if um, we explain why all of it's kind of a bad idea. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it is. You, that's so why you only go forward in time. No, even that's a bad idea. It's all, uh, it's all a bad idea. Yeah. We'll true. talk about it. All right. Well, thanks guys for coming by. I hope you enjoyed. And until next time, nerd out. Goodbye. Bye.